Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit bj's.com slash newalbany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Hello, sunshine. How are you? This is Donica coming to you again with another day of recapture. How are you doing on today, Monica? Well, good morning. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me today. Yes, I'm so glad to be here. Whenever I come to the radio station and we record, I feel so blessed. I really feel blessed because I am, I believe, uh, doing what God has called me to do, share the message and hope of Jesus Christ to our listening audience and to those that are walking their recovery journey. That's what we say on our intro, and that's what we're going to do on another week of Recapture. And guess what? I've, I'm excited about it. Uh, you can't see me in TV land or radio land, but I got my light, my bright yellow shirt on. I feel full of hope and sunshine, and I'm glad to be with you on today, Monica, and with our listening audience. You know, it is just a blessing to uh, get back into the point of what we're going to be talking about this season with so many changes and so many things uh, happening uh, globally and statewide and locally. Uh, One thing that we're going to be talking about uh, is getting back to a sense of a a general schedule. And we'll tell you a little bit more about the topic as we move forward. But you know, just getting back to a certain schedule, it kind of helps you emotionally, uh, spiritually, and so forth. We'll talk, tell you a little bit more about that as we uh, introduce what the topic is today. Yes, I, I was thinking about that. Um, on last week, we did a broadcast, and our broadcast was uh, talking about your book. Monica Strange, we discussed the topic of an abundant life, and I think it really goes hand in hand with what we're going to talk about today, because your book, The Event, Your Journey to an Abundant Life Experience, talks about some things that we experienced when we were growing up and having a mother who had struggles in our lives and having a father who passed away when we were nine years old. That's a lot to go through when you are a kid and then you have to live real life and start school and be students, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're talking about back to school on today. You know, let me just suffer the, before we get into this topic, we're going to talk a little bit about the event, your journey to an abundant life experience. One thing that I said when we uh, launched the book was I could not change 
that my father passed away when I was nine years old. I could not change that we lived a life in poverty. I could not change that my mother spent some time in a lifestyle of addiction. But what I could do was accept the abundant life that was before me by the word of God. Uh, the scripture says in John ten ten that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come that you would have life and have it more abundantly. And that's what we can do. We can accept the abundant life that is given to us by God. Hence my book, Your Journey to an Abundant Life Experience that's promised us by the Word of God, that's enshrining us in the Holy Spirit. So while we talk about our topics today, although there's a lot happening uh, locally, at the state level, gl- nationally, and globally. Yes. We do have a God who has the ability and the power to protect us and cover us in the Holy Spirit and peace and strength and health. And so we'll talk about that. One thing that's happening right now in this season that will just bring somewhat of some standard back into your household, some traditional things, and how you can help your family as we get back into this new fall season. Yes, absolutely. And I, I, on, yes, one thing about getting back to school, whether you're a student or not, is that it brings routine and it also brings a sense of new beginnings, whether you're uh, starting in pre-K or kindergarten or moving up the levels into college and beyond it is a sense of okay we're getting back to school we have to uh put down that game and turn off that television and put away the phone and let's get back settled into a routine i will tell you that on my social media page there's something really funny Uh, there was this lady it was a video posted and she was crying her child was going to kindergarten Her child was going to kindergarten, and she she put a video up on on Facebook because she said he 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 walked in the, he walked into the school like he knew the place. He didn't look back at me. He didn't wave or anything. He just went into the school. He was a, he was actually being a big boy. But mm-hmm. well, mom on his kindergarten day, mm-hmm. she was the one crying. She was crying, and I do you hear the laughter in my voice? I mean. It's gone viral because the people just were putting that laughing emoji, laughing at her and everything like that. And because she said he just left and went in there like he knew the place. And it was so hilarious to me because he was doing the part that he wanted to do. She even said, I took the day off early. I told my boss and on the request form, I put kindergarten and her boss said, okay, I'm going to approve this right away because I know what's what's going on. So the mom was preparing her heart. <laughs> she was preparing herself. Oh, it's going to be emotional in the morning. But her but kid. She was the one emotional. Yes. And guess what? One comment I thought was so funny, Monica. Uh, one one person responded, yes. And then next and after that, you'll be glad you'll be waiting for the first day of school <laughs> so the kids can get out of your house. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wow. But one thing that's good about that, and we'll talk about that more uh, as we get into the program, it's just some of the routines of back to school. Now, we all know it's busy in back to school. If you're a soccer mom or your kids in football or gymnastics or how do these things even look in the current pandemic? But as you get back to school, you do get back to some routines that help those of you who uh, generally work from home as telecommuters 
uh, are those who, as a source or result of the pandemic, start working from home. You know it was a little bit difficult to manage your conference calls and your meetings uh, with kids at home. You have to manage them at school and manage your work. So uh, if your kids are going back on campus, as most are, that will give you some freedom uh, in the workplace if you are remaining uh, at home. My kids have been back at school for a couple of weeks, and sometimes you just sit and hear the quiet. Yes. So it is quiet. I will say my kids have already been back in school for two weeks. It's quiet as soon as I stop yelling, the bus is here. Get on the bus. So yes, girl. the new thing before the quiet. <laughs> yes, Monica. It's quiet when I stop yelling, go outside, the bus is here. And then I sit down for a moment. It's like, it's quiet. Even even Shannon asked me, our sister Shannon said, how do you like it? I said, yeah, it's quiet when they're not here. So that point is well taken. Yes, that you, it's, it goes back to that word. The word is routine, that we're getting back into our routine, even the routine. But we're chuckling. We had some really funny, comical conversation about the back to school, but there are some serious issues going on. There is, uh, what did you get for your kid as you prepare to go back to school? We had we went and bought masks, remember? We got masks. So that is a part of the school, back to school list, to get a mask for your child. Some people are having some difficult conversations for themselves and even with the school districts. There's a, there is a no ma- mask mandate here in our state in Texas. As you know, as the last I've heard, there's no mask mandate. Mm-hmm. But one Texas school district got clever. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? Yes, that school district uh, declared that the mask was a part of the standard uniform. Yes, and they so made the mask regard, a part of the dress code. The mask is a part of the dress code. I was so like, man, that was so clever. Good for him. Good for him. Yes, well, good good for him in the sense of that school district or the board or whoever made the decision for the people who want their students to wear masks. Because other people like we have a right. I, I, I personally feel like it's just like no shirt, no shoes, no shoes. <coughs> Nobody says, I want to come in here without pants on. That's <laughs> No, you just you go dress, you wear your shoes, you wear your appropriate attire, and you, you don't say anything. So I thought that was really intriguing, very clever of the school district. They made the mask a part of the uh, dress code. And it is not an easy place that we're, we're dealing with. Um, for students this year. We right. don't take that lightly, even though, you know, I am Donica, the emotional hope coach, trying to bear my way through things, bear my way through mornings. Let me count to 10 before I say, go outside, that bus is here. That's been my two weeks so far. Well, how about you try a different approach on that? Why you got a screen? It's not working. Oh. <laughs> it's not working. Otherwise, it doesn't work. It's not working. So, you know what I did on my social media page, Monica? I asked some people, what is their most fond memory of going back to school? What What was your most fond memory of going back to school? We have to get our hair pressed. Pressed, yes. Now, some of you may not know what the pressing is. Well, a pressing is when there is a iron hot comb and your mom had to turn on the stove and put that iron comb on on the stove to heat it up. And then she would uh, 
comb your hair delicately with that hot comb to make your hair straight. Yes. Now, yes. in the real world, our hair wasn't really going to ever be straight, but uh, it did straighten it, air quotes. Yes. So that, that getting prepared for school was getting your hair pressed. I remember one year we went and got a hair pressed. We went to the pool the day before. Okay. Okay, we went swimming so we can get our hair washed, and then we're going to get our hair pressed because you can't wet your hair when it's pressed because yes. it'll just turn back into afro. So I thought that was really fun, uh, your example, that we had to get our hair pressed. And there's Twyla from Houston. She said something so funny. I've forgotten all about I this. I do remember those. Twyla said, I remember wrapping my books. I don't know why, but I love doing that. Why did they have us to wrap our books? They had those books covers to protect the books. I think it, the, the purpose of it, I believe, was to protect the books and keep them in good shape because when you get the school books, you gave them back at the end of the year for the school reuse. So it became an art form for the kids. Now, they had official, like, colored ones that you buy or get them from school. But then when Twyla said that, and social media, I thought about the people who used paper bags for their covers and converted them and drew art forms on them. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, the point. I've forgotten about the fact that we wrapped our books. It's so strange now. I don't even think kids have books. Uh, so um, <laughs> Your kids don't bring home school books from school? Okay. No. Okay. Kind of must just depends. Olivia McNeese, she said she loves square dance in elementary school. What a <coughs> what a fond memory. That's awesome. That's a beautiful thing to experience, Miss Olivia. Dara, she said she just remembers getting new clothes and meeting the teachers and new friends. Yes, the meet the teacher day. Go to the school and meet the teacher. Um, so those were some fun times. You said that you got your hair pressed. That's funny. Um, Michael from Houston, he said that he he liked to get tailor-made clothes. Okay, and he 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 loved the smell of ink and paper and Crayolas, but school not so much. <laughs> he liked the experience of school. Crayola smell. He he liked he liked the way the crayons the Crayola okay. smell. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Miss Laurie, she said her fondest memory of school would be walking to her. Oh, this is a heartfelt story. I love this, Miss Laurie. She said her most memorable story was probably when she was in the third grade and she walked into her classroom and a teacher looked like her. At the time, that was a huge uh, thing, especially because she she was an African-American lady and she went to a predominantly white school. And so when she was in the third grade, she got a teacher who was um, an African-American woman and that really left, a big, her, imp- yes. it really left a big imprint on her. Um Michelle Boudreaux from Houston area. She said the big chief tablets. I don't remember them. But, uh, I guess it's some type of notebook or something. And Pat Hall, she said, uh, planning the first day outfit and putting it at the foot of the bed, all so cute, of the bed, all joined and ready to go. You know, you lay your clothes out and you get your school supplies together and wait for the first day of school. Miss, uh, that is a good question because it brought up some other memories for me that were not necessarily the first day of school, such as my favorite teacher. My favorite teacher in my whole wild life was my fifth grade teacher, Miss Rowe, Miss Vashti Rowe. I remember leaving school 
not in fifth grade, maybe it was fifth grade, but one of those years, I think we were leaving for middle school and she gave us a gift. Oh, yeah. And she cried. And she cried. She did. That was my first experience with someone loving me that I knew did not have to love me. She was, you know, I'm going to put air quote, just my teacher, but I felt loved by her. And that was my first experience of knowing uh, somebody could love me outside of my family unit and really show love to me. Uh, I really, really, really uh, loved that woman. That was a wonderful school experience. And it is a wonderful experience because... Even now that teachers have a big responsibility, they're being teachers, they're creating curriculum, and they have to bring the component into themselves of being safe. And it's just it's just a lot going on. But today on Recapture, we're here to support and encourage teachers. Thank you so much for your service, the paraprofessionals. Is this a good time to pay for back to school or getting close out with that? Yes, I would like for you to pray for the schools and the students at the end. I have a few more people that shared their experiences. I want to share a few more. Going shopping and the football games. Dee Jefferson says she went to Forestburg High School, so everyday practice was preparation for the big game. This is Texas, and everybody loves football, so we know that is... I've been watching Friday Night Lights on uh, Netflix, so... You you tell me about that sometimes. (laughs) Rosalind says, uh, Rosalind Cassis, she says she like she like wearing a new wardrobe. Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like wearing our new clothes. And uh, Elania, she said school supply shopping and organizing her binder and her trapper keeper. She'd always have a dream. Okay. She I remember said, Elena. She was a smart nerd. <laughs> <laughs> she said she always ha- have a dream that she go, she go to school the first day and not be dressed for some reason. That, that's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> well, so, you know, that was a nightmare of hers. So we all had some fond memories of uh, going back to school. Going back to school. Back to school. We are here at Recapture. And I, I did want to talk about something for a few minutes. Sure. Um, that is like a staple of our personal experience because we we went back to school and it was not always the experience that maybe other students were having. But I will say this, that one, one in four students that are going back to school right now, even in this pandemic environment, will have a parent that has a serious drinking problem. Wow. So you're going back to school in the landscape and the backdrop is something different that other people are not experiencing. When you go to school, the stability of your life may come at school. Right. The stability of experience and also some somewhat, for lack of a better word, I'll say anxiety. You're going to school and that you... Was, that was one of the original commentaries around bringing schooling uh, home and doing school virtually. Because for some students, school was their safe place. Uh, if you were a strong academic school student and you didn't have such a orderly home, uh, school was a safe place. If you were a strong athlete and you performed well, uh, school physically is your safe place. So the original, some of the original conversation around virtual schooling was to how do you support the students where school, the physical building, leaving their home uh, life was their safe place. And so there was a lot of dialogue around that to help support those teachers understanding 
um, that school was their safe place. Yes, and I'm going to give a few steps from some of the information that we've communicated mm-hmm. about, um, and and I also have some you know scriptures that you would share also about about uh, you know blessing children and things of that nature. But these mm-hmm. are some tips that I would share with you um, that we have walked by, and if I when I took a reflection on my life, what are the things that we share with our students? And this is our back to school. These are uh, tips for students. You don't have the best life. I I rebuke that. No, I won't say that. You are experiencing some challenges right now. Um, There's a mom that is experiencing something and or dad or parent in your life. But I want to tell you these words. And we've said it on this broadcast before. And so if you're experiencing a parent and addiction or facing some challenges in your life, uh, tips for back to school. Don't be ashamed. You did not cause the addiction, and you cannot control or cure it. Um, you are not the product of your parents' past pain or problems. You are the product of the designer God for your life. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. I would just say number two. We're talking about recapture. We're talking about recovery. Don't do drugs. Um, Addiction is a brain disease, and how it's going to affect you, you don't know. So we would just say stay drug-free, number three, be safe. For a time, you may have to be with grandma or live with an uncle or a relative, but know that it's just for your for your protection and safety. And number four, have a confidence of someone to talk to, like a, it's school, it's a counselor, a pastor, uh, a teacher, a principal, a police officer, uh, Number five, behaviors learning can be unlearned. Right now, um, some things may not be chaotic. They may not have structure. may be filled with confusion. But you can set structure, order, and peace in the space wherever you are. Number six, be respectful to your parents. It's true. You don't like what they're doing. But don't cause yourself more harm by not honoring God's word and respecting your parents. Number seven, have hope. Keep your dreams, goals, and aspirations alive. You can actually be able to excel in school. And I will say as a sidebar, Monica, that we missed a lot of days from school. But by, uh-huh. God, by God's grace, we missed a lot of days in high school. But by God's grace, we made it through and uh, we graduated and began to do meaningful things in life. And here we sit at this uh, broadcast table today. Uh, find a support group. Al-Anon Celebrate Recovery has the landing for teens. I have a positive attitude. I know it gets difficult, but I would say have a positive attitude and surround yourself with positive people. Uh, the next thing I said is pray. Uh, Jeremiah 33 and 3, call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which you have never known. And Monica's going to pray in the end of the broadcast. you have anything um, What you want to say, Monica? Sure. I'll just say a couple of scriptures here. And uh, keep me honest on timing. Um, Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. That's for our parents. If you can just do what God would have you to do in your household. Isaiah 54 and 13. 
All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. Yes, yes. Great shall be the peace of your children. Isn't that a wonderful word from the Lord? Proverbs 1, 8, and 9. Hear, my son, your father's instructions, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are a graceful garland for your head and a pennant for your neck. Lord, in the name of Jesus, according to Psalm 127 and 3, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. We're going to pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for our back-to-school season. We thank you for the educators and the administrators. We thank you for those who are the support help, the techs, uh, even the cafeteria aides and those who are maintenance and security. We thank you, God. We praise you for them. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask you for your anointing to be on all the campuses. Um, help these students and the teachers help their aides. Thank you, God. Yes, Give God. peace in their households, Lord God, as we return back to school. Allow the young people to flourish in the classroom, to flourish academically, to flourish athletically, to flourish administratively, flourish with their gifts and skills and talents. We declare your word and your anointing to be on the campuses, and we declare your victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Monica, for uh, ending our broadcast with prayer for our students. We're all on campuses for decision makers and leaders. Uh, my name is Donica. Thank you for joining. Hi, and I'm Monica. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at psdiamondcelebration.com. Until next time. I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's, I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only.